I've been thinking a lot about bees. Bees? Yes. Why? I don't know. In a world where aliens turn planets into glass for fun. Damn! And because they hate space marines, especially some dude called Master Chief. Four crazy kids, a cranky old man, and a wacky rogue AI construct named Durga could be America's only hope. Survive, evade, resist, escape. Well, not just America. The whole damn world. What do you expect from a place called dirt? Huh? You know, earth like soil, dirt. Didn't you ever make fun of it when you were a kid? But let's not kid ourselves. America's the only part of the world you care about. And that's why we said it that way. Now you made me lose my place. Let's try again. Let's see, in a world, blah, blah, blah. Okay, here we go. Five somewhat extraordinary people and one mildly insane AI construct with a mysterious secret are all that stand between a strange covenant artifact and the end of the world. The artifact is at Chala. It is counting down and it must be stopped. We need to get to the artifact and turn it off. You know, I've been thinking about this and I've got a plan. I go in as a pizza delivery guy. Meet Durga, the wacky military artificial intelligence agent that loves to party. It's not enough to win. You want nothing left of your enemy but a skull nailed to a fence post so everybody understands the cost of crossing you. Ronnie is the fledgling spy who has men falling at her feet. Literally. Is there somebody up? Ronnie? Ronnie, are you there? Someone just fell off my roof. Kamal, the brilliant med student in love with a mobster's girlfriend. What could possibly go wrong? You were thinking I might be the kind of guy who would hold a grudge. Say, break your fingers, each one, with a tack hammer. Jan James, the badass girl who's not afraid to accessorize with grenades. Men never understand. Jersey, the geeky computer nerd without a friend in the world, until Durga shows up and changes his world forever. You know what I am? Incredibly illegal? Good at my job. Then <laughs> you do impressions. Just what the world needs. Superpowered spyware with a sense of humor. And finally Herzog, the cranky old man with a heart of gold. Yeah, okay. So the thing is, I'm sitting in my study. Maybe I'm looking at some stuff on the computer. That's nobody's business but my own. I don't care what time of day, but especially if it's late at night. Yeah, and all of a sudden, these guys show up at the door and start taking my stuff. Together, against all odds, they're going to try to pull off the most impossible caper in Earth history. Would you knock that off? So, are we officially committing treason yet? Jersey! It's the epic miniseries you've never heard of, because you weren't paying attention the first time. Or, you're too young to remember. Well, you can hear it now, because we're putting the band of brothers and sisters back together. Because we know how you kids love your podcasts. Well, this is a podcast. And it's available now at a fine listening device near you. For God's sake, you moron! Smash the damn chatter with a brick and get the hell out of there! The viral marketing sensation that swept the gaming world in 2004. I Love Bees, Definitive Edition. Now in stunning high-definition audio with deleted scenes and an epilogue by The Operator. You're welcome, America. Fire in the hole! Welcome to Busy Gamer Nation. Crew member, I want to hear you say you love bees. I love bees. You're not loud enough. Do not disappoint me. Do you love bees? Yes!
You've probably never heard of I Love Bees, but it was something of a phenomenon back in 2004. Microsoft hired a company called 42 Entertainment to create an alternate reality game to promote the release of Halo 2. This game involved deciphering clues embedded in what was dressed to look like a hacked beekeeping fan site. The place I landed in was covered with bees. Once a clue was deciphered, it led to a phone booth. Answer the phone at the right time, and you'd get to hear an audio log and perhaps talk with a mysterious operator known as Melissa. Once the logs were unlocked, they were collected on the website for everyone to enjoy. I gotta tell you, I feel kind of weird about listening to this stuff about Jan. I mean, I'm kind of wondering if you could do a little back scan on the chick down the hall, and all of a sudden you're drilling it to harden police emergency channels and like... So you don't want any more material on Janice Harry James? No, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, what you got? Collected in full, the logs fit together into a rich and compelling audio series in the style of a classic radio program. But the contents are pure sci-fi, with characters that you can't help but fall in love with. Is it supposed to look like that? What? The chicken. Oh yeah, it's said to cut it up into eight pieces. This doesn't look like normal pieces. Well, it... I looked up how to cut up a chicken, but then some pieces are bigger and some are smaller, so I cut it up so it would be, you know, fair. Oh. What's that supposed to mean? Nothing. What? Just that when you do your surgery rotation, I want to be in another state. You wait. Soon, everyone will cut their chickens like this. Set in the Halo universe, I Love Bees takes place entirely on Earth with references to Covenant artifacts and exotic places like Reach. Oni's workshop is on Reach, where Oni elves build their toy soldiers. Sir? The place where children are the toys. That's where the Spartan 2.0s are from. All Dr. Halsey's pretty ones. The story opens with two guards monitoring the infiltration of a military base by a teenage girl with apparent superpowers. Hey, there's a blip on the security board. Got an intruder C-wing. Security cam 34. It's a woman. I'll see. She's a bogey, Frank. Hot, though. Jesus. Look at her run. God, she's fast. Not for long. Think I got a face on security cam 18. She's young. Holy... That's Jan. Who the hell is Jan? Jan James, the local heartbreaker at my son's high school. Dwayne knows this girl? Knows her? He's got like a picture under his pillow. What the hell is she doing dodging base security? We eventually learn that Janissary James has some Spartan blood in her, thanks to her dad. One of the Spartan 1.0s. When they canceled the program, they broke us up. Us. Spartans. Spartan 1.0. Sure, Dad. You were an elite commando with metal bones and a flamethrower attachment that the Marines dropped in when the TAC nukes weren't enough. Additional characters are introduced, including the talented hacker Kamal, who can ghost anyone's communication hardware, futuristic cell phones known as chatters. I thought chatter lines were encrypted. No one could listen in on me, could they? Not at all. You could. Of course not. You could, couldn't you? Maybe a little. Show me. Okay. Well, if some bad person couldn't live without the sound of your voice, he'd probably start by doing a reverse lookup on your chatter sig. Is this what you always do to impress girls? Each character introduced has a unique talent or, in the case of Jersey, a powerful military artificial intelligence who is responsible for collecting all of the audio logs that we hear. That's what it's like when you're me. I monitor lots of things all going on at the same time. We don't want to give too much away, since it's all available for you to enjoy right now. The series is masterfully constructed, so much so that the Halo team at Bungie, now 343 Industries, eventually adopted it as canon, 
While the characters do not appear in any Halo games to date, some have infiltrated a graphic novel and been referenced in the official Halo encyclopedia. It's a shame, really, since Jan James's Spartan-like powers and snappy wisecracks would make her a badass action hero. Okay, Angel. Time for you to meet the big dog. See, the problem with being a big dog is there's always a bigger dog. Damn, you're gonna want to put some ice on that. You got quick feet. All those years of ballet. Come on, Jean. Skip the knife. Go for the M6 under your jacket. Come on, baby. Give it to me. Oh, did I get that right? You draw the gun, I slap you around, then the face dip into the sidewalk, or... Or did you want to lead? Jan James is played by Kari Walgren, probably the most prolific of the cast, with hundreds of credits for mostly voice acting work. She appeared in Disney's Tangled and Bolt, voices teenage troublemaker Anka Schlotz on Archer, and replaced Angelina Jolie as Tigress in 76 TV episodes of Kung Fu Panda, Legends of Awesomeness. She also portrayed both Kasumi and Nikki in several Dead or Alive titles, was Catherine in Singularity, and appeared in Guild Wars 2 and Halo 4. Durga and the operator are Kristen Rutherford, best known for voice work in Guild Wars 2 and writing contributions to G4 TV and Nerdist. Kamal, voiced by Yuri Lowenthal, is a staple in your video game collection, appearing as Frodo Baggins in Guardians of Middle-Earth, Matt Miller in the Saints Row series, Daniel in Mass Effect 2, Boris in Metro 2033, the Toy Box narrator in Disney Infinity, and background voices on hundreds of games. He also played Ben in several Ben 10 TV shows and games, sous chef Carl on Gilmore Girls, and Shu on the Blue Dragon TV series. Jersey is Zan Passant, best known for the Texas Chainsaw musical short he wrote, co-directed, and acted in. He is, in fact, from New Jersey. Herzog is Dave Mallow, a radio personality turned voice actor best known as the voice of Babu on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. He's worked on the anime series Bleach, voiced Richard Nixon in Call of Duty Black Ops, was Paul Phoenix in Tekken 6, and has been a newscaster in many movies and shows, including The Siege and Lovelace. Sophie is Kristen Minter, who you may have seen as Randy on any number of episodes of ER, Rachel McLeod on the 90s Highlander TV series, Macaulay Culkin's older sister Heather in Home Alone, and more recently as Liza on Ray Donovan. Ronnie is Olivia Burnett, who started acting at six and co-starred as Marty with Steve Martin in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. She also played Katie in The Quick and the Dead, appeared in an episode of Dexter, and most recently was a recurring homeless woman character on 11 episodes of Sons of Anarchy. I Love Bees is very funny and entertaining, but at times, it's brutal to hear. There are scenes of intense violence that will leave you cringing. Fortunately, the chapter structure makes it easy to consume in 20 to 30 minute episodes. But it's so well produced you can't help but keep listening, and you'll be glad you did. There are so many favorite moments that we couldn't possibly share them all in a podcast review. You'll just have to listen to the thing and discover them yourself. But here's one more to entice you. Dad, why are you living under the duck pond? <laughs> Hear me out now. You see, water can never be hotter than boiling, which is 100 degrees. That pond is a heat sink. You know what a heat sink is. I, I can kind of figure it out, but... Underneath the pond is a full meter of ice wrapped in piezo foam and pelty coolers. 
and under that is a meter of wax. Under that is this ceiling here, which is foamed glass, just like a cooking pot. How did you afford all this? They measure it in joules. The heat and this room can take 70 billion of them before it even begins to warm up. Dad? I've been all through the pension thing with your mother, Ronnie. I don't need to hear it from you. Your pension? Ronnie's no good when the planet's glass, sweet pea. Some of the creators of I Love Beasts spoke about the process at a recent alternate reality game conference recorded and shared by Story Forward Podcast. What's truly amazing about I Love Bees is that its creators wrote and produced it over just a few weeks and didn't have any prior experience creating radio drama. No one had any idea if this was going to work. We were recording a radio drama. No one had recorded a radio drama in 20, 30, 40 years. Like, it was crazy. In fact, when we were asking questions to our audio engineers about how do you even record a radio drama, the answer was, well, we don't know because everyone who did that is now dead. Like, there's just, there's no passed on knowledge here. Sean was had just gone through auditions and he had just gone through the first day of directing people and we had no idea if we were going to continue with this project we had no idea if Bungie or Microsoft were going to be happy with it we had no idea if anyone would even ever find it and Sean sent out a mail after the first day titled okay now we have to make this thing And the mail goes, guys, now we have to do whatever it takes to make this game. Yesterday in LA, we cut beat one. I can honestly say it exceeded my wildest expectations. We had one actor who was good, one who was very good, and five who were electrifying. Any doubts I ever had whether you could write a compelling story this way are gone. Any doubts I had that we would get the actors to deliver this story in a compelling way are gone. You can learn a lot more about the making of I Love Bees from the panel discussion at storyforwardpodcast.com. So what's the deal with I Love Bees Definitive Edition? Well, it's our little gift back to the community. What do you say? Figure it out, please. I think he was talking to me. We've probably listened to I Love Bees a dozen or so times. After a few run-throughs, we realize that the continuity is necessarily hampered by its chapter structure. There's been at least one attempt to untangle things and put them in complete chronological order. But we found that approach less than enjoyable. Part of the fun of I Love Bees is piecing it back together and searching for subtext, of which there's volumes. But we found three places where the continuity could be vastly improved through some thoughtful reordering. No spoilers, but in Chapter 5, we've moved the wedding that Ronnie attends. With its dramatic reveal of a major plot point. Before the section where Jersey reacts to the same news. In Chapter 10, we introduce Ronnie to the group before the heroes, including Ronnie, begin their big planning session. This feels much more natural. And in Chapter 12, we move Jersey to the very end, since there's a huge revelation here. And it provides a much greater emotional impact for the finale of the series. We've also added two pieces that are not readily available online, but were included in the DVD compilation that Microsoft handed out to the lucky few who attended the I Love Bee gatherings in a number of cities at the conclusion of the viral marketing campaign. First, there's the operator's message, which has Melissa thank the community for its participation. I talked to you. You were smart. You were funny. You were a crew in the truest sense. A collection of wildly different individuals with different tastes and talents. Willing to pool your time and resources in the pursuit of a common goal. And then there are four deleted scenes. The first is an alternate take on Jan's military base incursion, which explains how she pulled off some of her stunts. Okay, where are you? Building C, dispositions wing. Looks like the alarm broke up the poker game. My dad's running right for the door next to you. I can see him from here. Got it. Okay. (laughs) 
Your dad already thinks I'm a bad influence. There's also a bit more backstory on Kamal and Jersey at the start, and more on Ronnie's conclusion at the end. But overall, these are really just curiosities for fans. They're fun to listen to, but you don't really miss them in the main story, which in all cases is better told without them. We remastered the entire series from the DVD. Which means the audio sounds much better if you've only ever heard the WAV files or MP3s floating around online. Parts that were hard to hear are now clear, and background sounds like keyboard taps are distinct and real. We went out of our way to make this definitive edition live up to its name. I Love Bees succeeds at storytelling better than most games and many movies. It deserves a careful listen, or 12, and once absorbed, will forever be a part of you. You know, I just had a creepy thought. A bee dies when it stings you. Yeah? But it can also sting you after it's dead. Yuck. Curious symmetry. Okay, that's a creepy thought too, but you know what I was thinking? What? How spooky it would be if someone was listening to us right now. To us? Spying on us. You know, like we're listening to them? That would be impossible. I would know. Yeah, I guess you're right. But if they were, creepy. Find show notes and other details at BusyGamerNation.com. Whack Podcast.